Welcome back, everybody. Believe in Mizzou, episode 12. We've got Marcus Lucas, Joe Yancey here. Uh, quick little bullets here. We're going to recap the New Mexico State win. Look ahead to today's big matchup against Arkansas. And then kind of start to plant some seeds about what 2023 looks like. So real quick on that New Mexico State victory. Very cold, frigid night. Um, you know, you had a lot of seniors that were um, not necessarily in their last game, but second to last game being recognized. Um, and I think one thing that stood out to me personally is I feel like the Missouri Tigers inched closer to really solidifying what the quarterback role probably looks like going forward. But before we get too deep into that, a um, couple of quick bullets here. Brady Cook went 19 for 27, 251 yards two touchdowns and 71 yards on the ground. What do you think about Brady's development? And do you think it's because maybe it's a little bit uh, lesser than of an opponent, obviously D one school, not knocking him at all, but do you, do you think it's, he's playing to the talent level or do you think he's truly maturing as a head quarterback, Marcus? I think it's a combination of both uh, throughout the season. He's he's been able to um, show flashes of what he what he's capable of. I think just as um, as a Division one quarterback in, of of this team in particular, he's done a good job of of winning the games that he's supposed to. Um, so when, with a uh, lackluster of a, an opponent, I think that he did a great job. He managed the game to the to the game plan. I think that we were able to to execute a little bit better. Um, we were able to we had a little bit more time to get to to get the ball out and different things like that. So um, it allowed for him to play with a good game. Another game with no interceptions. I mean, that's one thing that we can continue to say about Brady is that he's yeah he's just not he's not giving the ball away. Yeah. Um, so he he's pl- he's he's playing very smart with the football and and that's and that's something that you love to see. Um, so I think that his, his development has continued to grow throughout the season. I think that this was a game that he, uh, was able to, to show a little bit of what he can do in the air and on the ground and, mm-hmm. and, and really lead this team to a, to a game that you could have looked over, could have been looked over, um, you know, that kind of thing, but kept the focus of the team and, uh, was able to spread, move the ball around. I think he, what he, he said, we threw, he threw for three. Through for three, so that's that's great. Um, and then we were able to run the book, get the ball in a couple times in the run game. So um, overall, I'm very pl- pleased with him and how he played uh, in the last game. Um, but as you did mention, we did uh, see a Sam Horn sighting, mm-hmm. so that was uh, something <laughs> exciting for Tiger fans and something that that I'm sure a lot of people are getting geared up for. Yeah, I mean, I think that mistake-free ball is under is underrated in the college game. I mean, you know, there's professional quarterbacks that don't have three, four games without a pick, you know, the best in the world. So I do – obviously, that's a different level of competition. But, I mean, even against Tennessee and Kentucky, he may have not been the best quarterback, but he didn't just give them the ball. So I agree with that. Uh, Sam Horn came in, got a couple plays in, quick series – Definitely not the ideal game for your first snaps when it's 25 degrees. It's at night. The wind is blowing. So I don't think any of us were ready for him to tear it up. Um, would have liked to see him get a little bit more action. It's probably not coming in this game. Uh, they also had Jack Abraham in, who unfortunately 
that K-State game almost sealed his fate very early in the season. He came in right. after Cook threw those two picks. He immediately threw two picks. He didn't get any clock until, you know, this last game. So big W for Mizzou. A couple other notes. Uh, Luther Burden had two touchdowns, and I think that's what probably more so Tiger fans, honestly, than the coaching staff need to see. I mean, we all mm-hmm. knew he was good as those that are – uh, loyalists and watch every game. The casual fan, I think, knows he's great, knows he's good, and is expecting more than you should expect from a first-year player. I don't care how good right. of a recruit you are. It's almost unfair and unreasonable to this guy to expect him to have, you know, 1,200 yards, 15 touchdowns. You know, he's not Julio Jones. You know, he 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 might get there, but I think that's a just unfortunately unreasonable expectation for fans. But it is nice for them to see him be involved get a couple more touchdowns, especially moving towards our big rivalry game. Uh, Cody Schrader, 70 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Ultimately, I don't have a ton to add about that uh, That uh, New Mexico State victory. Again, it's a D1 school, certainly not down. They are, they are some of the best players that are out there, but that's a team that the Tigers should have beat. And our predictions, yours and I, very close. You're closer than me. Yeah. Uh, 45 to 14, that was almost spot on. So I do think there's momentum coming out of that game, whether they were supposed to win or not to beat them and it not be close is what I think we really needed to see. Uh, looking ahead to Arkansas. I mean, this is what it is. It's the biggest rivalry they have. Yep. It's the most important game. And it's it means a lot. Week. It's the rivalry week. And it means a lot for both <laughs> teams. So to be bowl eligible, you got to get a W. Mizzou comes in as three point underdogs. I honestly don't agree with that. I haven't watched a lot of Arkansas football. I have looked at a lot of, um, you know, ending stat cast scoreboards. I'm not saying they're not a good football team because I know they are, and everybody in the SEC is. But I don't know that Arkansas should be a three-point favorite. Maybe they're a better football team, and I just haven't spent enough time paying attention to them. But with it being a rivalry game, we've got better weather this time. We're at home, and Eli Drinkwitz had a very powerful message when asked about uh, next year. And he, he, he started off with, I'm focused on this week, which is the right response. But I know this game has to mean as much, if not more to the coaching staff than anybody, because there is a threat of, you know, could you lose someone, you know, and you've got some of these other kids are on their way out and you absolutely certainly want those kids um, to be involved. I think I lost you there, buddy. But when you come back on, we'll, we'll keep moving. I think I lost no, you for a second. I lost you. I lost there you go. No, you're, you, you're good. So Drinkwitz needs this team to play their best game. And the reason that's so important is because getting a 500 record, getting bowl eligible, and then moving into that 2023 season, you want these kids to be excited. Are there any specific keys to victory or things that you think need to happen in this game for Mizzou to beat Arkansas? Because it ain't going to be easy. Oh, it's not going to be easy. But, you know, I think it's just just put it all together. Hey, we, we we understand that it's win or go home. Um, so leave it all out there on the field. I think that's all we can ask for for this game. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna try something, um, to kind of see what the future looks like. I mean, I think we still want to play for for this year, play for the for the bowl game and different things like that. But I think it's a good opportunity. It'll be a good stage to to try some different things. Try to see if we. You know, do we see Sam Horn again? I think that it, there's I think there's a possibility, Good. Um, you know, get him into a, a big time game, uh, you know, within, uh, you know, a high, um, 
not stress, but you know, just just a, a good exposure game to what SEC play could be like potentially. I think that we could see that at some point throughout the game. Um, I also think that you know we'll try to get the ball into our playmakers' hands. You know, get it, get it to burden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get it to Levitt, you know, get, get the, get the ball moving, uh, see what our running backs can do. Who's going to, you know, we, we talked about Schrader and how he's going to be back. Um, so I'm excited to, you know, get him some carries and, and get, you know, get him behind the line and, and do some different things like that. As far as defense, I think we just got to go after him. I mean, they have big play potential in Arkansas. So I think we have to get to the quarterback early and often, contain their contain their pass game and um you know do continue to do what we've been doing on defense so um i think it's just a, a game where we try to put together those those four four quarters uh play fundamentally sound throughout the game um play play well on special teams and and continue to 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 uh have success there um you know our kicker's been money mevis i mean mm-hmm. he's he's doing his thing so you know get get in get continue to get field position don't have uh short drives we don't we need to eliminate three and outs as much as possible this game and and we need to be above 50 percent on third down um t- to continue to move the chains and, and and to uh keep the clock on our side so those are just some of the keys that i think that are going to kind of you know, make the difference in this game, man. I think that we have a, a a great shot at coming out here and and getting bowl eligible. I agree. I, I think you framed it up really well. Um, and the defense, man. If you take out the Tennessee game, and I, and people think I'm crazy for saying this, but the Tennessee game, the de- defensive effort wasn't horrible. And you and I talked about it. No. They just were scoring in bunches. You know, in Tennessee, they were scoring four plays in 55 seconds. Yeah. You know, they just it was. Deep plays, big plays, and hurry up offense is, I don't think, something that maybe they've spent a lot of time preparing for. Everything I know about Arkansas says we won't have that sort of offense to face. So if the defense is what they are, which, again, if you subtract Tennessee, a top 10 in the country, you know, not just, you know, good in the conference. I mean, everywhere. This team is the defensive side has showed up every single week. Special teams. Mevis can't miss, you know, I mean, that, that Auburn thing was tough. You know, we know it was a bad miss, but right. since then, uh, dude has been on it and he, he cannot miss. I mean, he hit, he only had one attempt in the last game because they couldn't stop scoring touchdowns yeah. and it was right. like 48 yards and he, you know, he could have hit it from 60. This, this dude it. has potential to play <laughs> on Sundays, you know? Um, so I think he's be, he'll be anxious to show up and play. And again, I, I can't stress how important it is. I think for this team to be in these, like you said, basically stressful positions they got a lot of young kids on this team um you know burden hasn't done it cody schrader experienced uh he'll be a second year senior next year but all of his time and there's nothing against it but it was division two it's just a different ball game this is first year in division one you know brady cook didn't start his first game until the armed forces armed forces bowl last year so these guys have had something to play for all year, obviously, but the must win, win or go home for a lot of these dudes really hasn't happened until today. Um, and again, the better weather, the home crowd behind them, the excitement, there is a lot happening. So I think um, they will show up. Yep. I fully expect them to perform well. And I would anticipate that uh, they do win this game. So my keys of the game are the exact same as yours. Uh, we have been winning the special teams battle for, 
five or six weeks. And if we keep that up, I think close games very often come down to what you do with the field goal and the, and the punting unit. So I'll be anxious to see how that, how that plays out. We'll come back to predictions after we do a quick look ahead. So 2023, again, we do realize how important it is to win this game, to be bowl eligible. One of the reasons why I think it's more important than just actually going to a bowl game is the concern of the transfer portal, which opens on December 5th. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of talk about what could happen. Eli Drinkwitz basically said in an interview recently, the grass is not greener. A lot of kids, a lot of, or men, these are men. A lot of men want to skip the development stage. And I don't think that was, uh, you know, directed at anybody on the squad. Maybe he was sending some subtle kind of message because, you know, they hear that. But I, I basically think this year of pain and growth obviously doesn't do maybe a ton for a senior or someone leaving the program, but in theory should build some resilience if this squad comes back next year. So this game is actually, in my opinion, also a lot about 2023, not just 2022. Do you have any thoughts on on that? Because that is, I don't want to call it scary. You work so hard to recruit a class. You have a very disappointing season. Three or four games you definitely should have won, you know, yeah. against big squad, big programs. And I mean, four, I mean, four games within yeah. single, I mean, within a single score. I mean, there <laughs> we we could very well sit be sitting here at nine and two, yeah, you know, talking about this game like very easily. I like, agree. Let's 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 not throw that out the window. I mean, because the way that we played, I mean. We we talk about the 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 Auburn game, the Georgia yeah. game, the Florida game. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man! Yep. Should have won the Kentucky <laughs> all, game too. Kentucky yeah. game. I mean, we yeah. were right there in yeah. all those games. I mean, yep. four. Those are four big, huge games. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking. We'd be top ten, probably. You know, more than likely. And yep. Uh oh, did I lose you again? No, you're good. I still got you. You're a little frozen, but I still can hear you. Tennessee and. Kansas State are the only games that we really got whooped in. Um, Those are the two games that really took us to task. Those two teams were better teams. They were better prepared, and they were more ready for the challenge. And that's not to insinuate that Mizzou was outmatched in a talent level or wasn't good enough to play with those two teams, but it is to insinuate that they were definitely more prepared. The game plan and the scheme was considerably better. We lost Marcus. If he comes back, we'll resume. Um, Mizzou just wasn't prepared. They weren't good enough on that day. Doesn't mean they would have never been good enough, but M- Mizzou was not good enough to play uh, with the Tennessee Volunteers and uh, K-State Wildcats, period. It was evident. It was evident early on. Mizzou had streaks and then started to kind of close the gap. But in both games, you saw this team completely dissipate in the second half. And another note, there's multiple games where late in the second half, Mizzou has done some, I would call them mind lapses or some scary things. One specifically is the Abilene Christian. That fourth quarter was bad. And this most recent fourth quarter wasn't incredible. Um, They've had some big plays, which just appear to be Defensive lapses from a very good defensive team. So what I would like to see this game 
is no matter what the scoreboard is, no matter what the result is, and no matter what the implications are for winning or losing this game, that the defense plays through the fourth. And the defense does play great. Again, absent Tennessee would be a top 10 defensive team. However, with that said, you can't fall apart late and you can't do it against good teams. So what we've noticed in some of these big games where they maybe get up a little bit more for the better team is that in the SEC, they're actually getting better often at the end of the game. You know, they kind of increased the momentum and got a little bit better against Georgia. They a little bit better against Florida. Auburn, they were losing by at least two scores at half. They got better against Auburn. Some mental lapses against Georgia, and I'm not even going to discuss the penalties, but they were BS. Um, but they they seem to play to the the talent, the competition level, and dig deeper when they get later into the football game. But when they're playing against what's considered to be an inferior team like Abilene Christian, um, like New Mexico State, they can seem to have a lot of uh, lapses and kind of defensive. Uh, I lost you there. What I was speaking on is I want to see this defense play and, and play to the end because they seemingly aren't as good against bad teams at the end, but the defense actually plays better in the third and fourth quarter against the good teams. Like they, they were down at by at least a couple scores against Florida. Same with the offense at, at half, same with Auburn and the defense and offense collectively kind of got better. Like they played to the talent level, whereas minus Tennessee, whereas against Avaline Christian, New Mexico State, they had these kind of defensive lapses where late in like the third and fourth quarter, they give up some big plays. So if that happens against the Razorbacks today, they're not going to win this football game. So the defense has been great, but they need to be out there, you know, all 48. So that's a that's not a concern, but it's important. <laughs> That's that's it right there. They got to just play their game. Keep keep doing what they're doing. No, um, Arkansas is a team that wants to run the football, so mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna try to to instill the run game early. And if we can stop them early in the game, I think that that kind of takes the breath out of them. Um, and then we can continue to roll from there. If we have to, if we force them to pass the ball, I think we'll have success. So. I'm I'm excited about how this defense is going to come out. We got to you know protect protect the rivalry. It's it's rivalry yeah. week. Yeah, sorry, sir. Uh, sorry. I keep cutting out, man. Now nah, you're I good. Told you to. I'm down in my mom's basement, but um, but I look what I found while I was down here. Representing, my, yeah. Representing, found my Take letter jacket. Yeah, there you go. So there you, go. you know that, the good yeah. things happen when you're down in your mom's basement. But yes, sir. Take uh, the show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. I'm excited. I'm excited about this game. Um, it's yep. always good to, to, you know, when you get into these weeks. Um, I remember, you know, as a player, I mean, we used to my first year. Well, I guess the two years that I was there, we were still playing A&M mm-hmm. on the last game and in the SEC. But the first two years uh, we were still in the Big 12. So it was it was KU week. And yeah. um, but these rivalry games are just, they just get better every single year yep. um it's something you look forward to it's you know some of these guys you know have that have been playing arkansas in this week um you know their whole career yeah. you know you'll have you'll 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 carry that that arkansas record with you you know uh sure. it's just just one of those things it's just like you know with you know and i am 2 and 0 against ku for yep. the record so you uh <laughs> you know, and I, and i and i'll keep that and you know, Absolutely. there's nothing that's gonna take that away from me. But um, 
Uh, I think that th- this is one of those games where you don't the coaches, you know, no one has to do anything to hype the guys up. They're all just going to be ready to go, ready yeah. to play. Um, and and just to show just just some some pride and courage and mm-hmm. and just come out there and just let it all hang. I agree. I, I think it's uh it's it's a it, the game is much bigger then this ball we keep talking about ball eligibility is important sure but winning this game is important it does mean a lot of things important to the season it's huge 2023 real quick i just want to discuss the core sure if no one breaks out so if no one leaves and you had brady cook and sam horn and then potentially tyler macon you have three great quarterbacks mevis is back next year again he might not be cut to the form of a traditional kicker he's a big boy but he's got a big leg that's it he's a senior Cody Schrader said all along that he's going to pursue and finish a degree and wants to play a second season at Mizzou as a running back. Um, Nathaniel Pete will graduate. Yep. So to be Cody Schrader, uh, BJ Harris, who hasn't gotten a lot of clock in uh, Elijah Young, which is a great combination. And then uh, Bannister, the third, I guess he started on the depth chart receiver, would leave and graduate. But you could have Luther Burton, Dominic Lovett, and Mookie Cooper and Mookie just started getting going, but he's catching everything. This team offensively could be incredible next yes. year. I mean, I they could be amazing. And Drink is now, I mean, people forget he only had one year at App State as a head coach before right. he came here. You know, I think the expectations of him may be unfair. We talked about last step in the last step. He might want to hand off play calling if that's best for the program. He doesn't strike me as a super egomaniac. I know a lot of coaches are. He probably would relinquish at least parts of that or maybe be willing to readjust the, the, the play calling. But I don't think the play calling has been bad recently. I think no. they've been more aggressive than they were. So 2023 is looking good. And again, if this game is a W and I'm on that squad and I'm on the edge and I can take part in that rivalry game, nail that down and get a and get into a bowl game, I'm more likely to want to stay at Mizzou. So I'm hopeful um, that that does mean something, win or lose, that they yeah. that these guys see the the potential. Now, if your role is diminished and you're not doing much, you know, if somebody else wants you, you know, I, I could see it. So yeah. I think we, we're having a probably a different conversation on December 6th, but when December 5 hits and that transfer portal opens, I'm really curious uh, – to see what takes place. Do you do you think a W in this game makes a like assume you're still playing and you're maybe not getting as much clock as you want or you're not as involved in the offense as much as you may want and you're on the fence. And I know this is hard for you to and it was a little different back then, but do you think a W and 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 winning this rivalry game may help sway you to stay home if that's you know, as a, um, as a player, or does it matter? I, I honestly, I think that you know the the players that kind of have their mind made up have their mind made up already. Gotcha. Um, yep. Just kind of just over the uh, the progress of the season and mm-hmm. how things have been, and you know, if pride and ego get in the side, you know, get in the way. Yeah, um, I think that that's kind of you know some p- players probably already have their mind made up. Either way, you know, um, gotcha. but I I just kind of look back to to my. You know, junior going into senior year, I mean, we were we were all banged up. I mean, a lot of injuries, very similar to this team. We ended up five and seven. 
Um, so very similar situation that we're in right now. Um, there's to, to be potentially, um, after today, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, had a lot of, had a lot of guys come back, young guys, old guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, seasoned, um, players, guys that got a lot of exposure for the first time in the SEC, you know, all these different things. I mean, I look at the parallels and and this team is very similar to what we had um, back in 2012 going into 2013 season. Mm -hmm. So um, if they if they take it personal, I mean, the guys that, you know, the the thing is, is that there's going to be guys that are going to move up. There's going to be guys move down. There's guys going to move in. There's guys going to move out. Yeah, (laughs) that's just just the reality of it. That's just the reality of it. Every single every single year, year in and year out. Yep. There's some guys that move around. You know, you might Mm -hmm. see some guys in some different positions next year. Just, you know, so I mean, it's just the nature of the game. And so if you can put your pride to the side and and commit to this program commit commit to what we're building commit to to coach drink and you know his vision and you know if he continues to recruit the same way if he can if he can you know back up that recruiting class you know with another one we can fill the gaps where we're we're lacking you know some of the interior positions some of the 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 line positions on both sides some you know some of the dbs you know different things like that if we can fill the gaps if we can fill the gap, if we can hold on to this core group of players that we just talked about and then fill the gaps around them and then, you know, go into it and find our quarterback, find out who our quarterback is going to be after spring ball. I think mm-hmm. that's when the, the real quarterback battle happens and it's won. Yeah. I think that once we we get to the end of the you know the spring game, I think that's who we know. We know who our quarterback is going to be by then. And then we can roll into the season, roll into camp, you know, summer, uh, the off season, and then go roll into camp into the season, knowing who the quarterback's going to be. Um, you know, everybody's got a, a, another year under their belt. Um, so I, I think that's that's truly what we're gonna what we're gonna see from this team. So if we can get those people to come back, I mean, that's that's what the that's embracing the the adversity and 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 embracing you know, being at the bottom and then you're going to enjoy the top so much better. If you guys yeah. can stay together, you know, it's, it's easy to just walk away. Yes. Um, so, you know, if, if they can embrace that, you know, come back early in the off season, that's what we, you know, one thing that we did, we committed to each other. We said, we're, we're all going to come back early in the off season, you know, take a different, you know, approach to things, not so methodical. I mean, we, you know, put, championship i think i talked about this last week or the week before but we put championship on the board you know national championship and everything that we were doing we were comparing it to a national championship caliber was that national championship effort you know extra effort you know film washing is it all at a national championship level i think Mm -hmm. if we can answer those questions if we can make that the standard um for the team i think the sky's the limit man i think that we can really uh, put together a a top, you know, twenty five certainly, you know, yes. team, uh, top fifteen, top ten. When you know, if we can put these pieces together, like I said, if we, you know, a couple scores, I mean, literally four more touchdowns, we're nine and two, top yeah. ten, uh, you know, probably top five, you know, close. I mean, close to top five. I mean, we're top ten for sure. Yep. And and we're and we're talking about beat, you know 
going to the SEC championship game, you know? <laughs> totally so, different ballgame, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, for, for, from four touchdowns over the course of the season. Which is crazy. So, which is nuts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so, brutal. I mean, we're we're right there. So, if, if, if everybody can see that, um, especially within the locker room, if, if they can see that we're four touchdowns away from an SEC championship, hey, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't leave. Yeah, and you know, I think everything you said is perfect. The other thing is those dub those losses might have been W's if they had another year of experience, which they will next year if they come back. You know, That's it. <laughs> you know, That's like it. those might be those might be wins, you know. And then you've also <laughs> got Auburn and Alabama, and some of these just mega programs are honestly at a low for their standards. Right. Um, so Exiting now, if you want to stay in a power conference and get those nationally televised games and have a chance to play in uh, NFL or semi-pro ball, if you want to continue a career beyond college and football, whether you do or not, if you just want the exposure going to a smaller conference, you might play more. But you also may risk your opportunities uh, for people to really see and analyze your skills on a big stage. Not that it matters. Um, but if that's what, if that's their end goal, ideally staying in the SEC, it's a very nice campus. It's a good program. Sounds like Drinkwitz is a, a genuine dude who's easy to play for, does hold you accountable, but also isn't going to ride you and, and, and crush you to death. He's not going to treat you like trash. He's going to expect a lot out of you from everything I've read and heard. And somewhere between that player's coach and, and disciplinarian, it's generally, not a bad spot to be because you can you know anticipate that it'll hold you accountable. You get the results and it'll also praise you uh, when you do perform well. Marcus having technical difficulties. He's on the road in Kansas City. If you don't know, visiting his folks for Thanksgiving. I'm in St. Louis. I'm getting ready to go to Columbia actually. So um, we'll probably wrap up here. Mizzou, I do think, still could bring back a top 25 caliber defense. There's certainly a couple of huge pieces that are going to leave uh, and graduate. And that's understandable. But if they do bring back those pieces, I I do anticipate a very, very exciting 2023. Um, Before we bounce, Marcus, do you have a prediction for today's game? Oh, you know, Tigers win. We win 38 to 24. Okay, I'm gonna go 28 to 21, and okay. uh, I think my standout player, um, I think it's Dominic Lovett. I think Burden has continuously started to pull some of those touches, which is fine. It's great, uh, and then people are gonna forget how good Lovett was the first six weeks, seven weeks of the season before the uh, the injury in the bye week. So that that's my. That's my guy. That's my X factor. So, oh, I like it. No, I like it. I mean, I that's a one-two punch, man. I think that, that those are two that we we have to keep. We have, yes, to keep. sir. I know we talked about it earlier, but we got to keep those two and 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 let them roll next year. So, I'm 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 excited for the future. I'm excited for today, but I'm I'm excited for the future for those two, man. Same. Um, I'm 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 very happy. I, I expect both of those two next year. We'll we'll talk about it next week, man. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk <laughs> about step, it. We'll talk one about step it at a time. If, we'll, if they get off this game and they come bowl eligible and they get a decent bowl, these guys are going to be excited. They're comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. They got a lot of eyes on them. They're playing the best schools in the country every week. They are. Yep. 
very likely to reach some some form of pro level oh, and yeah. uh no need to uproot it right now i am hopeful um that they stay so we'll see what happens but let's get this w first today so, let's do it let's do it like i yes, said sir. sorry sorry to all the fans out there that had to bear my background like i You're said good. i'm in my mom's basement it's all so good. taking it back back in kansas city though feeling good to be home yes sir um, enjoyed the holidays did you have a good holiday by the way I did, man. I uh, I did. It was cool. I um, my youngest son was here. My oldest son's in New York. They were. I saw. Him. They actually I opened saw. up the parade. That was that was crazy. He's a freshman. That was nuts. He's, yeah, I'm like you're doing more, and you're at 18 than I've done in my whole life. So that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> did you guys Did you guys see him come across the screen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we saw yeah. him. Yeah, he was hitting the saxophone, and uh, the 350 people. Shout out for Mizzou alumni and Macy's Foundation. That trip was five hundred thousand dollars for those kids. Yeah, Whoa. I just heard that. So the Mizzou alumni and the uh, Macy's Foundation pays for that. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. I'm hope you, I hope you had a great holiday too. It's I always did. nice to get back home, man. For sure, it is for sure, man. We'll be safe coming down I seventy. Yes, sir. Uh, headed headed into Como, and I wish I could be there tonight, but uh, you know I'll be rooting. Yes, sir. (laughs) Right on, man. Well, hey, you enjoy this time off. And to everybody listening, watching, we do appreciate you. We'll be back week uh, next week to wrap up what we think and feel confidently is a a Mizzou W. That's it. That's it, man. All right, y'all. Well, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. All right. Talk soon. Go Tigers. All right. Go Tigers. Later, man.